Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Ryan Gosling, is that you? <laughs> yes. How'd you know? I could tell by your very authentic Brooklyn accent <laughs> that you use all the time, even though you are from Canada. <laughs> eh? <laughs> God, I wish I was Canadian. I just don't, I don't want to be here. That's my problem. Anyways, this is why you like this. Welcome to Why Do You Like This. <laughs> Jamie, what? why do you like <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. You know, that's a good question. Today we watched, or we're talking about all good, all <laughs> we good things. It, yeah. Yes. Boy, okay. did I. <laughs> and um. What year did this movie come out? 2010. 2010. Yes. Um, produced and directed by the same man that did the documentary film about Robert Durst. He did the Jinx. Yes, he did. Interesting. Andrew Jarecki. So I've mentioned this before mm-hmm. on our last episode, but I remember this movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, like seeing trailers, having no idea it was based on Robert Durst, having no idea who Robert Durst was, mm-hmm. because I had not seen the Jinx. Right. So to learn that that's what this movie is... Makes it that much more wild. Shocking. Is it? Yes. Okay, so... So, where, do, where would you like to start? I just, I, I'm going to make a very general yeah. observation. A lot of these movies that we've watched... Mm-hmm. That are based on true, like directly based on true yeah. stories. You have like your Texas Chainsaws and your Silence right. of the Lambses, that correct are Better. inspired by these things, but very loosely. Yes, and then you've got like Zodiac, mm-hmm. which is I think the one like exception that proves the rule. Right. <laughs> Where that's a great movie mm-hmm. based on these things. The rest of these are, are hot trash, real fucking misfires. Yeah. I think the one thing they all really have in common are they're making this, like, very fatal mistake of wanting to just give you all the information. Right. And they don't focus on, like, they don't pick a character and tell it from their point of view. Mm -hmm. I will come out and say that this movie would have been 100% better if the point of view character was Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And then that's just what the movie was about. I couldn't agree more. The fact that they kind of sort of do that, and then she disappears, and then the movie goes on for, like, what, another nine hours (laughs) (laughs) with Ryan Gosling in that fucking crazy old man makeup, and then with makeup on top of that because he's in drag most of the time, which I was not expecting to see in this movie and really appreciated, but... (laughs) There were two things, three things I was not expecting to see in this movie. One was Mike was uh, Gosling and drag. The other two were Kirsten Dunst's tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was also a pleasant surprise for us. <laughs> but the, it just keeps going and tells like the rest of the Robert Durst story. It's like that's yeah. not what this movie was about. No, this is crazy. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. So to answer your question, <laughs> why do I like this? You know, it's not necessarily that I do like these films. Yeah. Let me make that, like, very clear. They bad. They, they very bad. Yeah. And most of them, to, to your point mm-hmm. that you've said multiple times, are, like, not so bad that they're good. No. Or, like, enjoyable. Just frustrating and boring. But <laughs> that's actually kind of why I like watching stuff like this. Uh-huh. Because I'm just like, 
how can someone fuck up so badly? Like, it's one of those, like, it's a train wreck situation uh-huh. where, like, it's so bad, like, you can't look away, though. I don't. <laughs> you can't relate. It's I don't fine. share that. No, I enjoy that. Right. When I see movies that I feel that way about. Mm-hmm. These are movies that are car wrecks that if I wasn't watching for this show, mm-hmm. I would have turned off and stopped watching. That's fair. I'll allow that. Um, and like this has its saving graces. Yeah. I feel like um, Ryan Gosling is one of, is maybe one of the best actors working right mm-hmm. now that so consistently gives horrible performances. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a really great actor. He's really great. He has really great performances, but he's so often like doing things in movies. You're like, what the fuck? Like he is in Nick Cage territory for a lot of his career. That's fair. Where you're like, what? Like. <laughs> The potential is here. Yeah. But you're... What? And there definitely was potential in this movie. Not just the fact that uh, I got super excited at the beginning when I saw that Frank Langella was in it. Mm-hmm. He's the actor playing his father. Yes. I fucking love Frank Langella. Mm-hmm. 150% mostly because of his performance as Skeletor in the 1987 Masters of the Universe movie in which Dolph Lundgren plays He-Man. Great. Uh-huh. <laughs> in which a young Courtney Cox stars... Excellent. As Julie, the girl from Earth that gets embroiled in the struggle for the power sword in Castle Grayskull. Fucking great. Okay. Uh-huh. It's an awesome movie. Everybody, don't watch this. Go watch Masters of the Universe from 1987. Frank okay. Langella just crushing it as Skeletor. And I don't think he's horrendous in this film either. No, he's great. As he's a, a great he's, actor. He's saving, he gives a great yeah. performance. I don't think Kirsten Dunst is bad in this movie. I was also shocked when she showed up because I did not remember like uh, the trailers and stuff until I was watching the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. She's okay. She is trying to be in the movie that I thought it should have been. Right. Where it should have been this like real... And they attempt it, this real like lame-ass Hitchcockian rip off you can really hear it in the score for this movie where That's they're fair. like oh they think that this is strangers on a train oh they think that this is <laughs> rear window um uh-huh. but it should have been this like real like women's paranoia rosemary's baby type thing where she's finding out that she's trapped in this situation and she's in that movie for maybe 20 minutes right <laughs> which makes no sense um but that should have been the movie yeah. And I know that we did not agree on Foxcatcher, the no, movie fine. that I thought that should have been. Or I don't remember how much we delved into how much the uh, Ted Bundy movie should have just been Lily Collins' perception of... I think... Because that, that movie tried to be that as well, but didn't go all the way either. I think that was a conversation you and I had, like, previous mm. to, like, their recording. Yeah. But, like, didn't actually, like, flush out. Right. That is, like, what all these movies have in common, is that they miss what the movie should be, and instead they're just Wikipedia articles telling you information. A little bit. And especially this one, because, like, it, like you Ooh. said, like, again, at the beginning, it, it tries to be a movie. It tries. And then, like, in the last, like, I don't know, like, 30, 45 minutes, it's, yeah. like, just, like... Okay, oh, and then all this stuff happened. Yeah, here's all this wild shit that you're not going to believe actually happened, and but sure enough it really did and that's the stuff that I think like Ryan Gosling is the reason he said yes to this movie <laughs> when he got to that part and he was like oh word yeah <laughs> I'm doing that <laughs> perfect 
Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, excellent. So, I guess, do we want to, like, actually talk about the movie a little bit? Yeah, so... It starts as a porno setup where he goes to fix the sink. (laughs) Because she's a renter in a building that his family owns. Um, Yes. Um, At least... I don't think they ever explicitly say it. No, I had to, like, figure that out. Yeah, Um, you're supposed to, like, just pick that up. Because he's he's smoking a ciggy in his Mm -hmm. car, hanging with his cool dog, who I think is the hero of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me fucking started on that. Anyways. I almost rage quit this movie. (laughs) And then my final... That's why I stopped thinking it was my last notice. Not the fucking dog. My final note is the... This is ultimately the story of a filthy dog murderer who was not brought to justice. (laughs) So he gets a call from Skeletor, his father. <laughs> Son, it's your father, Skeletor. <laughs> Says your father, Skeletor. Oh, no. um, he doesn't talk like that in the movie. That's cartoon Skeletor. I had a feeling. Who's also my basis for Voldemort. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounded a little bit familiar. <laughs> Frank Langella should have been Voldemort. Um, <laughs> Those movies would have been so much better. Um, that weird skinny armed. <laughs> with his cut off robes. You know what's really funny about that is I don't think in my life I ever really like noticed that until you like his arms. How could you not notice that? They go out of their way. I'm not. Lo- I'm not like looking at the upshot of his fucking sleeves on purpose. He's the only one in frame, and he's throwing his arms up, and know, his sleeves like, are not existent. Again, that's not what I'm I don't I'm know noticing. what you're watching when you watch these movies. You're probably I'm more stuck on the like lack of nose. Not paying attention and thinking what you're watching is good. <laughs> that's right, Harry Potter people. To be very, very like, clear. Three I of those movies are fine. Fine. As you were. Uh-huh. Let's, let's keep fucking talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go on. It's fine. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. fine. It's fine. Uh-huh. What were you saying? Um, I'm saying this is as good as most of the Harry okay, Potter no, movies. No, no. So <laughs> he's, he's talking to fucking Skeletor. He's talking to Skeletor on the phone. He's like, hey, you need to go fix this sink in this person's apartment. He's like, why don't you call a plumber? <laughs> Which is... Basically, every time we text our landlord and say there's something wrong with our house, he's like, why don't you call a professional? Can you, can you answer a question for me since I, this is sometimes your area of expertise? I will try. Is, Ryan, like Gosling, starting with is Ryan Gosling wearing a wig in this movie? First of all, fuck you. Second of all, I'm pretty sure it's not. Hold on. We don't have to go into the blonde Michael Keaton conversation again. <laughs> I'm holding up the middle finger for all of you who can't see me. Um, I don't think it's a wig. I'm pulling up the photos again just because I needed to like see it again. Uh-huh. I think that's his real hair. I and they think... just dyed it red like that? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes it looks really wiggy. Right. I mean, I will say that like when he's cross-dressing, he's... that's definitely a wig. But the red hair, yeah, that's not I think, the question is... I'm asking. Di- I know, I just want to make that, <laughs> make that you know, differentiation here. 
I don't think it looks wiggy. And I didn't think it looked wiggy. Like, when you asked me that, I was like, what? Yeah, no, I... There are some shots where I'm just like... And it's probably the way his hair behaves because of the dye. <laughs> the Ronald McDonald hair dye they put in. <laughs> dye doesn't make your hair act it in a It looks way. very stiff and strange and weird. So, <laughs> I think that's just a look they're going for. I think it's either, like, a pomade... Or they tried to make it look greasy, like on purpose, or it is just greasy. Like they wanted him to have like a greasy situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but to me, I would say it's just like a pomade situation. I don't know. Um, I'm not a hair expert. I claim to be one sometimes, as you've alluded to, but I I do in fact think that's his real hair growing out of his head. Okay. I tried to Google it, and there's just a lot of stuff about the wig he's wearing in the big short. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, anyways, what else you got for me? What? Robert Durst does a commentary on the DVD of this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was saying... We gotta do a backup episode. That's fine. We're gonna... <laughs> we I'll gotta... see if I can find a used version of this. We gotta do another for, like, episode. like, five bucks. Um... But, so, what's really interesting, so, um, I'm going to read a little bit from the Wikipedia page here, because I did find this quite interesting. Uh So, Robert Durst actually has professed a lot of admiration for this film. (laughs) (laughs) Because. I know. Because they got Ryan Gosling to play him, he's like, yeah, that's definitely what I looked like. (laughs) Um, My wife definitely looked like Kirsten Dunst. Great rack. <laughs> I remember when I saved her from a cartoon rapist, and then we kissed upside down in the rain. Um, so Robert Durst has like a very big history of like not. That really looks like a wig to it's me. It's not a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think everyone's hair is fake? Because it is. <laughs> Mine's real. Quit looking at me like that. <laughs> I mean, the color's not. <laughs> But it's all growing out of my head. (laughs) So Robert Durst, like, very well known for not cooperating with a lot of journalists. Uh (laughs) But he has sat down with Jarecki multiple times um, for hours, hours and hours. Um, Again, did did, um, ultimately film The Jinx in 2015 with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Which um, definitely did not incriminate him. If I may, you, oh, go for it. this is an excerpt from this article published by ABC News uh-huh. about Robert Durst on the commentary with the director. Oh, yes. Give it to me. Uh, <laughs> quote, this made me feel bad about the movie, Andrew. Unquote. Durst told the film's director, quote, I mean the idea that I could kill Igor. I don't like it. Unquote. Uh- He's very hurt that they insinuated that he killed the dog. You heard it here first. Apparently, Robert Durst is not an actual monster. I would be upset by that too. No, me too. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I like how he's not mad about the like having his friend killed, or that was self-defense. Right. And he so. did not believe that anybody would believe that, so he dismembered the body <laughs> and disposed of it while he dragged. <laughs> he. And we're not here to shame that. No, 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 no. Let your free flag fly. Yeah, wear what you want to wear. 
Like, yes. Work those <laughs> honey. Um, he looks so fucking crazy. <laughs> if I may. Why are you asking? Why are you keep asking the fucking permission? He looked like he drew way more attention. <laughs> dressed yeah. like that, like I would be, like glued <laughs> onto him if I saw him like come into the Seven <laughs> Eleven. I would be like, oh, whoa. What's this oh, dude's whoa. story? <laughs> this woman's story. Uh, no. <laughs> you can't assume. 2021, my friend. No, it was like 1982. <laughs> I'm saying it is now. You're, I, you're saying hypothetically, uh-huh. if um, this individual uh-huh. presenting themselves Robert in this fashion. Durst. Yeah, if Robert Durst came looking But Robert fashion. Durst doesn't identify as a woman, even when he was dressed like that. It was just a disguise. No, it was just for funsies. So I would be correct. I guess that's fair. But, like, History again, would bear me out. I will say, you can't. it's 2021 now, you can't uh-huh. assume things. You just can't. Okay, but in the internal monologue I'm having, well, I'm saying in which I am not judging myself, I'm like, that's a dude. Why is that dude dressed like that? Yeah, I will say the Moomoo's were pretty choice. <laughs> like the outfit situation. <laughs> it's an episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer mm-hmm. um, wants to surpass 300 pounds so that he can go on paid disability from work. Wait, I remember this. <laughs> and he goes to uh, this like big and tall store mm-hmm. to get clothes that'll fit him. And he's like looking for something and the guy's like well I don't know if we have any pans for you but we have a lovely selection of capes and moomoos <laughs> and he goes oh, I don't want to look like a weirdo I'll take a moomoo <laughs> god damn it <laughs> fuck <laughs> um wowzers okay <laughs> um where were we <laughs> it's crazy though he dresses like somebody's third grade teacher <laughs> I didn't tell them to become third grade teachers. I just know third grade teachers that look a lot better than that. All right. Huh? I said, all right. (laughs) Anyways. Just saying. Uh, I will say, though, one thing that I thought was, like, a little spooky is that Ryan Gosling, like, nails the Robert Durst impersonation. (laughs) Especially when he's in that crazy old man makeup and he's doing his, like, deposition. Like... I wasn't expecting it to be quite so good, but he fucking, like, nails it. He's a good actor. No, I know, but, like, just, like, barring everything else that's going on in this movie, yeah. like, I was like, wow, I'm actually impressed. <laughs> also, let's not overlook the fact that Ron Swanson is in this movie playing Kirsten Dunst's brother. You're right. Son's mustache. For, no, no, no. Son's mustache <laughs> for, like, the first scene. And then I think somehow he got like pulled back from to film more because he had the mustache for most of it I don't yes he did recall that Zachary <laughs> he did. yeah he, he was mustache for most of the movie the scene where he's putting up the flyers he has a mustache yeah and, and then this he, was 2010 so he was he was doing uh, <laughs> Parks and Rec at the time yeah no 100% that's actually really funny because for about half the movie he has it about the other half he doesn't okay so. yeah I was just so it was it's alarming to see him without it. It's awesome. Whenever you see things from, like, early in his career, before he was Ron Swanson, he doesn't have the mustache. He's in Sin City, 
first Sin City for like a scene. He's wearing like a leather vest. What? Has no mustache and like bleached blonde hair. That's fucking wild. He's in the movie Cursed as like an EMT for like two seconds. He's got like a line. Uh, it's a Wes Craven werewolf movie from the mid 2000s with Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg. Oh God! It is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, fantastic. And you know I don't want to besmirch Christina Ricci. No, I know. She's my girl. I'm I'm aware. Her <laughs> big old eyes. <laughs> and very little everything else. <laughs> anyway. Not everything else. Okay, fair. Anywho, mm-hmm. um, where are we? Where, where, what are we talking about now? All right, so he hooks up with Kirsten Dunst. By the way, and then immediately brings her to a party, like a rich people party. I would like to announce that um, Kirsten Brunt, Kirsten Brunst, Kirsten Dunst cannot seem to find a bra at any point in this film. Uh-uh. I don't think she owns one. <laughs> I'm not mad about it, but I just would like to. It was the it '60s, baby. Okay, and. <laughs> I'm just Women's saying. lib. She burned those bras. I mean, I guess, but you know, with boobs like that, sometimes you need to, they need to be held. <laughs> I I'm not, I don't know. Anyways, it sounds like you're like volunteering for a job. I'm not. Like, not those th- things need to be held. I'm not not volunteering. Church and Johnson, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> She's very happily married with uh, kids and stuff. Is she? Yeah, I pretty sure. I don't know. Can I get his act back on that? She's married to Spider-Man, right? Is she? I really don't know. No, in the movie oh. universe. Oh, oh mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to pull up her... Uh... She got back together with him even after he hit her in that jazz bar. <laughs> in Spider-Man 3. Um, so she was married from 2012 to 2016. Mm. Um, and then she immediately got together with another fellow named Jesse Plemons. Oh, fuck, from Breaking Bad? I guess, and they're engaged. She's with Jesse Plemons? That's dope. I had to Google who that was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're engaged now. Good. I don't know if she has kids, though. Don't know about all that. But anyways, as you were. Uh, I really like Bring It On. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bring It On is a great movie. It doesn't Bring It get On the, is great. It doesn't get, get the credit it's due. Um, what's actually really funny, and I'm uh-huh. shocked that you mentioned it, because I was going to add that to like my next season. What's your next season? Um, I haven't decided what I'm titling it yet. I have two titles in the works. One is either whiny bitch shit, and the other one is hot girl shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's all like shit that like I grew up watching. Basically. Oh man, I fucking love bringing on. I saw it in the theater. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we ended up seeing it because it was like a try to buy mm-hmm. tickets to a PG-13 and then sneak into the R-rated movie right. situation, but then we couldn't get in. <laughs> So we ended up just seeing Bring It On, but I was like, this is great. No, Bring It On is fucking awesome. And that's like one of those movies where like if you come out of the shower and it's on like TBS or something, you'll just sit down on the bed and watch it till it's over. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd like to add that the sequel, Bring It On All or Nothing with Hayden Panettiere, is just as good. I've never seen any of the sequels. <laughs> Nor will I. Because I definitely saw the sequel first. <laughs> What? Because that came out in theaters when I was old enough to like enjoy stuff like that. That was in a theater? Yes. All the sequels aren't direct to DVD? No, Bring It On To All or Nothing is actually fucking good. Uh, I like that one. Not convinced. It, uh, Rihanna's in it. Because that's when the hit Rihanna's star- replay was out. Star of Battleship. <laughs> Rihanna. 
Um, no, I'm actually talking about like Fenty Beauty and <laughs> her lingerie savage Fenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not talking about any of her acting because that's not the point. Okay. It's all about the singing and the the makeup and the lingerie. Got it. Yeah, that's all Rihanna is to me at this point. She doesn't act. Yikes. I mean, she has acted in things. She's not great. No. So, in, in, in this movie, she's not great either. But Honda Replay, great song. <laughs> Features in it a lot. <laughs> they play that song, I think, at least three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> is anybody from the first movie in it? I don't think so. Oh. I'm, I'm actually going to look that up. Cause I that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's like, like a whole new set of That's high a schoolers. sequel red flag. Yeah, it's like a whole new set of high schoolers. It's a whole new deal. Yeah, but the fact that they had to do that. Well, yeah, because it, it, it was is like a, a red flag for a sequel. Let me rephrase that. It was more of a rebuquel, as you would call it, because mm-hmm. for like the next generation. Mm-hmm. How much longer after the first one did it come out? Um, I mean, it came out when I was in like eighth or ninth grade, so. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna Google it. That sounds that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> so Bring It On came out in 2000. Bring It On All or Nothing came out in 2006. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. These um, are these are things that are making my spider sense go off. Is, are, are we, like, still, like, circling back to Kirsten Dunst? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> she's great in the first Spider-Man. Okay. She's great in Interview with a Vampire, where she's, like, a child. She's great in Jumanji. <laughs> okay, what were you saying about Kirsten Dunst? Like, I completely forgot where we were... Uh, you were talking about her tits. And how I offered to hold them. You asked mm-hmm. about her current relationship status yeah um and maybe orthodontal status because <laughs> that snaggle tooth is on display in this movie <laughs> um to my knowledge she has not gotten invisalign since. no big girl braces no mm. um that's fine good for her yeah you know makes what? her unique it's part of her look i would say sometimes you gotta have a thing and that's just her thing mm-hmm. so good for her okay let's talk about the actual like couple of true crimes here <laughs> alleged. Oh yeah, sorry. Alleged true crimes. You're, you're right. Do you, you don't want to talk about Kristen Wiig uh, giving her cocaine in the bathroom? I forgot <laughs> about Kristen Wiig in this movie. <laughs> I completely forgot, and um, how Loki gave her a habit. <laughs> it's so it's so fucking funny. Anytime in a movie where they're like, oh man, they're trying cocaine. I was like, oh now she's gonna be a cocaine addict. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's usually how it goes in the, in the films. And then my notes say, is that Kristen Wiig? And then cocaine is here to save the day again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the next note is, I was not expecting to see Kristen Dunn's tits in those. <laughs> um, my note about that is all caps boobs with A plus in parentheses. Because <laughs> we were not prepared for that either. Mm-mm. Um This is around the time where he is becoming, like, he's just playing a different character from the beginning of the movie. Right. <laughs> and he's got these glasses where, like, if he had a mustache, he would be Ned Flanders. You're not wrong. The glasses are bad. No, I mean, they're fine. They're, like, a character thing, and they're no, period appropriate. No, I know. I just... But, like, his whole demeanor, and there's, like, no explanation explanation for it like i understand that her getting pregnant is was like a triggering thing for him right but you know 
Well, then she had to go. <laughs> well, no, not, that doesn't happen until she tries to leave him. Well, no. And then tries to, like, blackmail him so that she can get but no, I, some of that money. Right. Which is like, girl, just leave. Like, what are you doing? Ain't that easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, she's she wants money to pay for medical school, which is like, I get it, but, right. you know, it's not your money. No. You don't... <laughs> Yeah, at that point, it's. I agree. It's like, all right, just, just. Yeah. Let it be a clean break and run the fuck out of there. It's a little gold diggery. Little bit. Um, maybe that's maybe that's why he she had to go. It is. I'm I'm just I, I'm speculating. It made his brother demote him. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> huh? Speculation. Because again, none of this actually happened. Yeah. Obviously, because. He knows nothing about it. And again, definitely not actually about Robert Durst. Yeah, the burping. No. <laughs> God, that's so weird. <laughs> that part is wild. He's such a weird man. Okay. Anyway. I mean, he is, like, he, he should be medicated and under care. Like, he is a crazy person. Yes. <laughs> Fucking insane. I mean, okay, to be fair, like, anyone that has their best friend murdered and their wife taken care of not usually having all their marbles. I mean she she you know disappeared and hopefully one day we'll find her I'm really glad that you're optimistic about that mm-hmm. except should be. <laughs> we're still looking for the real killers <laughs> nobody stopped because <laughs> again it's definitely not Robert Durst so do you think it might be the same person who killed Nicole Simpson Nicole Brown Simpson? Yeah. Simpson Brown. <laughs> Brown Simpson. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm pretty sure that that one was committed by Orenthal James Simpson. Mm-hmm. But I'm not not saying that. Right. And I'm not saying that if the glove didn't fit, you shouldn't have quit. Well, legally, you are saying the juice was loose. <laughs> No, if we're going saying, to speak technically here. What I'm saying is, is that there's lobster loose <laughs> and that all of this is fishy. <laughs> I don't like any of it. Especially this film. <laughs> Including, but not limited to, the dog situation. I'm <laughs> I have a note and it just says, oh man, he killed the fucking dog. Mine is just not the fucking dog. <laughs> But that comes after my note that says it's like a high thriller about a woman trying to get leverage on her husband. The paranoia and the feeling of being trapped with this man would make for a better movie if it were completely from her perspective. As it stands, nothing seems to be of much consequence. Right. Okay. Also, um, I'm going to talk about the actual elephant in the room. Um, so, when they were having that party... The lake house party? Yes. Like... All of those fucking people there. I like the neighbors who show up and he goes, oh my god, disco people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like, all those fucking people there, ain't nobody gonna do nothing? Like, when she's freaking out? Oh. Like, like, and he like fucking goes apeshit? Was this the party at her house? Yes, I'm sorry, it wasn't the lake house. Yeah, the one where he's like, I wanna leave. I'll start the car. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's like the uh, the party at her I think it was her parents' it's house. It's her parents' house or her yeah. brother's house. Right. Ron Swanson's house. Um 
and he has like a fucking cow and everyone's just like yeah just fucking how about the fucking neighbors where she crawls like around the side of the fucking apartment building yes and then she just like walks back over there and they're like well yeah no harm no foul yeah like they're fully prepared to call the cops and then like yeah all the shit and he was like no like we're just gonna go home and she's like okay and then they're like yeah makes sense cool 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 like is this not like red flag fucking central to any of these people apparently not like I don't know nah bro like if I was at my parents house for example not saying this this would happen but like if Zachary just like grabbed me by the face and said we're getting in the car uh-huh. I'm pretty sure my parents would castrate him at the spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be a bridge too far <laughs> he's already a suspect <laughs> I mean, I will say that if he went missing, mm-hmm. I would be more convinced that you were responsible than if you were, if than I if it were the other way around. Yeah. Like if you went missing, I would be like, well, I don't know if Zach <laughs> could, if Zach could or would do that. But if he went missing, I'd be like, oh, it was probably Jamie. <laughs> Thank you, Honestly, I would assume it was like a Gone Girl situation. I was like, oh, she's trying to frame it <laughs> for her own disappearance. I actually haven't seen Gone Girl. Oh, spoilers. Or read it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like, it's, at this point, I'm pretty sure it's like The Notebook. I haven't seen that either, but like, I know all about it. But it's unlike The Notebook in that it's a really good movie and you should watch it. <laughs> I know you do keep telling me I should watch Gone Girl. <laughs> Have we talked about Gun Girl before, ever? I'm pretty sure on this podcast, like, oh. you brought it up as, like, oh, I think you'd really like it. You would. I think I it's great. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. And then, like, it just never happens. It's really good. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure earlier in the season you recommended that I should watch it. Probably. Probably we were talking about David Fincher. I'm almost certain that's exactly when. Yeah. Um, anywho. Um, do we want to talk about the um, murder of Deborah? Oh, his buddy. <laughs> his bestie. <laughs> Who was about to, like, roll over on him and then went missing. <laughs> no, went murdered. <laughs> like, did she get shot in the fucking head? Yeah, by uh, <laughs> by his neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is fucking bonkers. So, yeah, she's like, you know, I'm going to write this whole ass book about... <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I would be pretty pissed if I were him. <laughs> Like, I feel like, <laughs> again, in this scenario where, like, if Zachary went missing, like, it'd be like if you wrote a book about if I had had Zachary <laughs> murdered. <laughs> and we're like, hey. <laughs> oh, this is a story about James and... <laughs> <laughs> and Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> I was going to say Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> James was obsessed with true crime. Yeah, and then I hired the Medinas to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, good fucking luck. (laughs) Honestly, in this, like, made-up scenario, it's actually pretty spot on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Are they the friends you have that you would get to kill somebody? They were your neighbor once. Once. But that's that's why I was like, oh, it works out, because, like, getting the neighbor to kill them. That, that was my 
best comparison I could come up with. Got it, got it, got it. Um, sorry it wasn't that good. If I was gonna, like, actually hire somebody to kill you, it wouldn't be them. No offense, Mark or Amanda. Um, I'm not sure who I would choose. I don't know if any of my friends are, you know, Hitman-esque enough for that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if any of you have, if any of you would like to, uh, you know, apply for the job, let me know. Yeah. Um, but anyways. And I don't have a relationship with any of them that I would, like, not be suspicious if they showed up at my... <laughs> <laughs> be like, what do you want? <laughs> um, but yeah, then, um, so that happens. And then the, again, death and dismemberment and disposal of aforementioned neighbor man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is the most wild thing. It's pretty fucking crazy. Because, like, okay... Even if, hypothetically, you stumbled upon your neighbor's dead body. And that's my favorite part in the jinx, where he's right. like, oh, well, I yeah, I, I, ch- I chopped him up, but I didn't kill him. No. <laughs> I stumbled upon his dead body. I knew nobody would believe that I didn't kill him, so I had to dismember and hide the body. What? Oh, shit, it's like, so good. bitch? <laughs> like, do you hear yourself? It's the best story. <laughs> And it's so crazy that there's no way to disprove it, where you're just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) We can only prove that he dismembered the body. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, I did that. (laughs) I just thought that he copped to it. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I totally did it. Like, yeah, totally just grabbed my hacksaw and just started going. (laughs) No, no. If you ever stumble upon a dead body, just call the cops. Also, just don't kill people. Yeah. Who would I call first, the cops or you? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, hey, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> I think I would, I think I'd politely decline. You'd be like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'd have to legally ask you if you had Bitch, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> see you in five. <laughs> good things. All good things. Well, actually, there's no good Which things. Which is ironic. Happen. Yes, it is very ironic. No, we talked about three good things in this movie. <laughs> and two of them were breasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, well, I guess, do you have any lingering thoughts about this film that you would like to get off your chest? No, it's not very good. No. Uh, Ryan Gosling is sometimes good in it, and sometimes he's giving, like, a performance where I feel like he's trying to amuse himself because he's bored. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is fine in it. Frank Langella is a king. <laughs> Kristen Wiig is in it for some reason. Well, okay, this was 2010. When did the that Bridesmaids movie come out? After that, I think. Like 2011. Yeah. So this was like I feel like when she was starting to like yeah she was be in she was starting to pop out of SNL and like it's cool because it's just a dramatic role like she's not like a funny friend she's just a friend right uh, and I do really like the part where she uh, <laughs> the woman when the car gets declined she's like what the fuck are you looking at eat your salad oh my god oh shit no I forgot to even talk about my favorite fucking part in this movie <laughs> okay <laughs> my absolute favorite part of this movie is after they get married uh-huh. and they're having dinner 
and it's her mom and his dad, and the check comes and he divides it up between the two of them. Oh my god, no, that was fucking great. <laughs> He's like, okay, so it's thirty nine sixty each. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Like this cheap. Yes. That's how the rich get rich. That's fucking great. Yeah. I was like, what a fucking champion. Power move. Great. Um, yeah, no, that was glorious. I, I also thoroughly enjoyed that. Like, eat your salad. <laughs> All right. It was like, Frank Langella. Skeletor. A fucking stud. Mm-hmm. Um, did we decide what we're watching next? Uh, this yep. isn't the last thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're, I think we're pretty fucking close. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. No, you're not. It's fine. Whatever. It's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, it's fine. Whatever. It's all fine. We're all good here. How are you? <laughs> How are you, Jake Gyllenhaal? Um, oh, oh, we are actually pretty much done here. So the we're going to be reading a book by Matt Birkbeck. A Deadly Secret, The Bizarre and Chilling Story of Robert Durst. I, I think we did also float, though, just watching the jinx in lieu of reading this book. Mm. Would you rather do that? Sure. Okay, great. So we're going to watch the jinx I'll next I'll talk about instead. the jinx. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then after that, we're going to be, I think, rounding out this season with the Manson family. Okay. So That's we're where reading... Oh, uh, so it'll be... There's a film called The Manson Family, and then I'm throwing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just for funsies. Okay. Um, so we're not watching any, or not reading anything? Uh, we'll be reading Helter Skelter. Okay, so we're watching two movies. Yes. Okay. But it'll be one episode. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What? I just, I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's and a really good movie. We talked about Charles Manson for like five minutes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, like, I just think it's fun, so... I can watch Brad Pitt punch Brad Pitt punch hippies all day. <laughs> I think I would prefer it if he had punted them. <laughs> Do you imagine? <laughs> I just love Tarantino era Brad Pitt, like this shit. and uh, Inglorious Bastards. It's all good. Shit. I mean, I just I generally love Brad Pitt. So, um, anyways, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that next week. Um, the Jinx. It's on HBO, Hulu whatever um uh-huh. all of that um yeah and this was all good things aka sure was three good things yeah three good things goodbye bye